Good morning. Welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today is Friday of the fourth week of Lent. Our celebrant is Father Salvo. This Mass is being offered for Irined Z. Gutierrez. The worship program for this morning's celebration can be downloaded at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. Hymns can be found in the blue St. Michael's hymnal. At this time, we invite you to rise for our entrance hymn, number 770, Take Up Thy Cross, number 770. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Dear sisters and brothers, as we begin these sacred mysteries on this Friday of Lent, let us begin by recalling our sins and asking our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners to yourself. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who have prepared fitting helps for us in our weakness, grant, we pray, that we may receive their healing effects with joy and reflect them in a holy way of life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The wicked said among themselves, thinking not aright, let us beset the just one, the just one because he is obnoxious to us. He sets himself against our doings, reproaches us for the transgressions of the law, and charges us with the violations of our training. He professes to have knowledge of God and styles himself a child of the Lord. To us, he is the censure of our thoughts. Merely to see him is a hardship for us, because his life is not like that of, ours, of others, and different are his ways. He judges us debased. He holds aloof from our paths as from things impure. He calls blessed the destiny of the just and boasts that God is his father. Let us see whether his words be true. Let us find out what will happen to him. For if the just one be the son of God, he will defend him and deliver him from the hand of his foes. 
with revilement and torture, let us put him to the test that we may have proof of his gentleness and try his patience. Let us condemn him to a shameful death, for according to his own words, God will take care of him. These were their wicked thoughts, but they erred, for their wickedness blinded them, and they knew not the hidden counsels of God. Neither did they count on a recompense of holiness, nor discern the innocent soul's reward. The word of the Lord. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. The Lord confronts the evildoers to destroy remembrance of them from the earth. When the just cry out, the Lord hears them, and from all their distress, he rescues them. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and those who are crushed in spirit he saves. Many are the troubles of the just man, but out of them all the Lord delivers him. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He watches over all his bones. Not one of them shall be broken. The Lord redeems the lives of his servants. No one incurs guilt who takes refuge in him. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus moved about within Galilee. He did not wish to travel in Judea because the Jews were trying to kill him. But the Jewish feast of tabernacles was near. But when his brothers had gone up to the feast, he himself also went up, not openly, but as, as if it were in secret. Some of the inhabitants of Jerusalem said, Is he not the one they are trying to kill? And look, he is speaking openly, and they say nothing to him. Could the authorities have realized that he is the Christ? But we know where he is from. When the Christ comes, no one will know where he is from. So Jesus cried out in the temple area as he was teaching and said, You know me and also know where I am from. Yet I did not come on my own, but the one who sent me, whom you do not know, is true. I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. So they tried to arrest him, but no one laid a hand upon him, because his hour had not yet come. The Gospel of the Lord.
Today we read in the ancient book of wisdom these powerful words that remind us about what everyone that is persecuting Jesus Christ is thinking when it says the wicked said among themselves, let us beset the just one because he is obnoxious to us. And they, he, re, he reproaches them for their transgressions. And basically he is someone that is making them feel bad about who they are. And of course, that will make the wicked hate the righteous. And of course, it's the story of what happens to Jesus Christ when he is in prison and crucified, but it's the hum human story about what will always happen and always has happened when it comes to evil versus good. Because we sometimes think, and it, because it, it is more noisy and it causes more commotion and scandal and, and, and headline news that evil is stronger than good. But obviously, because good comes from God's love, which is the most powerful essence that there is, evil is actually fearful of true love and true good. And that is why always, and we see it throughout the history, of humanity that evil is always trying to destroy good. Evil is always trying to persecute those who are trying to follow the paths of righteousness. Evil is always going to be trying to, to get rid of everything that makes them look bad because let us not forget that in the end, evil knows that they are evil at some level or another. And when someone is bringing the light of goodness into them, it makes them even more know how, how off they are in the way they are living. And so we see that each and every day in our individual lives. We see it in, in the persecution of the church. We see it in the persecution of so many innocents and, and, and victims. We, we see it all the time when evil tries to do away with this because of this reason. But in the end, we have to know that love always does have the last word. Because if not, we would not be here anymore. We would have imploded as humanity, and we've been very close to it many, many times throughout history from day one, if everyone were evil. But it, because if evil always had the last word, it would not, our humanity would not have lasted uh, to this point. But because we are here, and it's because we have God on our side and love on our side. And there are a lot more instruments of love in this world, love and light, than there are instruments of evil. And we have to remember that. And we have to remember the power that that is, that the, that, that the power of love will always have much more power towards evil in the long run, in the big picture. And Jesus Christ, of course, is the proof of that. They did persecute him. They will put him to death, which coming up in Good Friday, we will, we will remember with sorrow. But then he has the last word. He resurrects to bring new life into the world. And we as disciples of Jesus Christ, when we are ever in the face of evil, whether it's in culture or individually or in whatever case, we have to know that we will be persecuted and there will be difficult moments. But in the end, if we keep up who, being who we are, 
disciples of Christ with the power of the Holy Spirit, the true power of this earth in our hearts, then we, we will, with his help in the end, be a part of what conquers and quenches evil because the light will always quench the darkness. And so let us, let us pray for that, especially for those heroic people around the world that are being persecuted by evil forces because they are good and loving that they may continue in not becoming bad and becoming like one of them, but continuing all the more to grow a bigger light that, that all the more will bother the evil and weaken the evil and, and, and make always the love of God be the force that really reigns in the world. God bless you. And now, let us ask our Heavenly Father to help us with all of our needs. Let us pray for the church throughout the world. May the Lord continue to help us grow in holiness and faithfulness. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who serve in public office, may the Holy Spirit grant them wisdom and prudence in their decision-making. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who suffer with mental illness, may the Lord comfort them with his presence and bring them relief. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For families in our faith community, may Christ strengthen them in unity, love, and forgiveness. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for the souls of all the faithful departed, may the King of glory welcome them into the light of his presence. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord of justice and mercy, hear these prayers we have lifted up before you and answer them. We ask in accordance with your divine will, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. May this sacrifice, Almighty God, 
cleanse us by its mighty power and lead us to approach its source with ever greater purity. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For through bodily fasting you restrain our faults, raise up our minds, and bestow both virtue and its rewards through Christ our Lord. Through him the angels praise your majesty, dominions adore, and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. 
therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Communion hymn number 828, What Wondrous Love, number 828. Let us pray. 
Grant, we pray, O Lord, that as we pass from old to new, so with former ways left behind, we may be renewed in holiness of mind through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Bow your heads and pray for God's blessing. Look upon your servants, O Lord, and in your goodness protect with heavenly assistance those who trust in your mercy through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks be to God. And have a beautiful day, everyone. Our recessional hymn, number 526, 40 Days and 40 Nights, number 526.